guess that were really not that different or that even difference doesn't mean less than is something that I would want others to know and different or different is an opportunity to just learn more about a new thing for you. Difference can be an opportunity for curiosity. Difference can be an opportunity for, yeah, new ideas, new viewpoints. Difference can be an opportunity for expansion. There's nothing wrong with like difference, really. Welcome to Inclusion and Marketing, the show that's all about helping you develop the skills and insights you need to win the attention, adoration, and loyalty of more consumers and talent, especially those with differences that are often ignored by brands. This episode is part of a special edition series on the podcast I'm doing for Black History Month called Listen to Them, where Black talent and consumers share their real-life stories and perspectives on working in teams and inclusive marketing. When this goes live, we are in Black History Month 2023, but the content is relevant always, especially when you consider how important it is to engage with underrepresented and underserved communities you're working to woo all year long. I also want to note that while the episodes in the series focus on Black talent and consumers, the insights you'll glean from their stories can help you as you work to serve talent and consumers from other marginalized communities as well. Let's get to it. Okay, I've got another podcast recommendation for you. It's Latinx in Power, hosted by Thaisa Fernandez. It's brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network, the audio destination for business professionals. This podcast features interviews with top-level executives, entrepreneurs, and innovators from Latin America, aiming to demystify the tech industry by providing listeners with insider perspectives and insight from Latin American leaders who have succeeded in their fields. I like listening to this podcast because I like hearing from a broad diversity of voices and hearing from and learning from their experiences. One episode I'm super excited to dive into is the latest one, Lead Generation Journey with Glenville Dixon Jr. Listen to Latinx Empower wherever you get your podcasts. Increasingly, due to both population shifts as well as commitments by more brands to build diverse and representative teams, it is inevitable that more of us will start to work on teams with people who are different from us. And overall, that's a good thing, as there's plenty of data that highlights diverse teams are not only more innovative, but they outperform less diverse teams. I'm Sonia Thompson, an inclusive brand coach and strategist, and in this special edition of the Inclusion and Marketing Podcast, You're going to hear what people had to say when I asked them, what do you want people to know about working with people who are different from you? Their answers are insightful, an invitation, and a plea for colleagues to be more empathetic by considering how you show up in teams, particularly as you are engaging with them. Their answers are also a gift in that they let you in on what they most need from you without you having to guess or figure it out on your own. Again, the question I asked was, what do you want people to know about working with people who are different from you? Here's what they had to say. That they're just like them, only the skin is different. I mean, I'm not, we are not animals. We're people. We just don't look like you. And I wish they knew that it's okay to ask questions. A lot of, especially when you're working with people who are not like you, right? It's okay to ask questions and get an understanding instead of assuming. 
I guess that were really not that different or that even difference doesn't mean less than is something that I would want others to know and different or different is an opportunity to just learn more about a new thing for you. Difference can be an opportunity for curiosity. Difference can be an opportunity for, yeah, new ideas, new viewpoints. Difference can be an opportunity for expansion. There's nothing wrong with like difference, really. I like to do different things to my hair, change the look with the seasons, those type of things. That's never been understood in a non-diverse setting at all. Even the one that I'm in now, it's really hard to explain how the way that you wear your hair can affect the way that you are perceived as an African-American or the way that you speak or come across in tone can largely play a role if someone's going to sit down with you and, you know, take what you say seriously. You know, there's just those cultural differences that are hard to explain when you're in a non-diverse setting. I wish other people knew that different is okay. And even if you don't like it, it's okay. And if you had a foundation of what is disrespect to you or what is hurtful to you, that that does not equate different. Just because it's different doesn't make it disrespectful or bothersome to you just because you don't necessarily understand it. Um, I wish people gave things more thought, uh, were more patient, you know, and had more of a receptiveness to difference. Let's close out this episode with some advice respondents had for you on what not to do when it comes to working with and engaging with people who are different from you because it doesn't work so well. It was more so coming from a one-size-fits-all approach and not really looking at the diverse needs of learners. I guess like the position, well, the organization I'm in now, I feel like over the years they've had instances of like just a lack of awareness, you know, from their like position of whiteness and privilege and not knowing how certain actions could be perceived beyond just like your own world. Well, so it's, it's interesting. It's like, there is a definitely a level of like, we want to make space for underrepresented people, artists and, you know, creatives. And I feel like they're doing that, but then the part of like being sort of part of the community is still something that's a work in progress. And so it's like understanding how to, interact beyond the comfort zone of like an art institution, you know, music space or science talks and things like that. Kind of like meet people where they are. Yeah. Meeting people where they are. Right. As opposed to like expecting them to come in and just, yeah, the space is for everyone. Like, sure, of course it is, but people don't like see themselves or see things that they are attracted to in it. It's not some place that they're going to want to be. So that's, that's an example of that, I think. I just want to underscore this point a bit. A lot of times when people are working to create environments and spaces where everyone feels like they belong, they make the mistake of thinking and behaving in a manner that says, yes, of course, everyone is welcome. Saying that everyone is welcome and making someone feel welcomed or like they belong because you designed an environment with them in mind are two completely different things. When it comes to engaging people and communities that are different from you, In many instances, you will have to be proactive about reaching out to them in a manner that is authentic to them and meets them where they are to demonstrate that the space, environment, and or product you created and cultivated for them is indeed for them. Don't put the effort on them to wander into your space 
so they can discover whether or not what you created is for them or not. Finding a service solution that helps you better connect with customers and keep them happy can feel impossible. Like trying to remember the name of that guy you just met at a networking event. Was it Ron or could it be Don or John or Sean? Yeah, that kind of impossible. HubSpot's all new service hub can help. Well, with the service solution part, at least. It brings service and success together on one powerful platform for the first time ever. With an AI-powered help desk and an AI chatbot that handles frontline tickets fast. Plus, it comes with a customer success workspace that helps reps anticipate customer needs and a full 360 view of every customer so your go-to-market team can keep a pulse on accounts before trying to upsell or cross-sell. Also, you can scale support and drive retention and revenue. And you know what that means. Better service and happier customers at every stage of the journey. Visit HubSpot.com service to do more for your customers today. Okay, let's get back to it. Well, the last position that I, when I worked in financial aid out in California, I think it was because we did not have a diverse team. It was hard to for the team to relate to the students. Like it was hard for them to understand the issues that they had when they had to get like professional judgments to get an increase in how much they can get. They couldn't understand the reason why these students needed the extra assistance in daycare and all of that, because they're like, well, how come they can't just have a family member? And it's like, if you were a part of that community and that culture, you would understand. But I think there was a disconnect between the team, and then the students that we served because they, they couldn't relate. Also, I mean, even amongst each other, like there were certain things that I could empathize with and I could be like, oh, I totally get it. And then they're questioning, well, how come you could approve that? Like, you know, they didn't understand the decisions that I were making because they, they just didn't get it. Like, I understand what it's like, like being in a single parent home and, you know, um, the neighborhoods that they're in, that they're growing up in, they don't get it. And I want to just follow up on the savior aspect of it. If somebody is working with a community that is not their own, is there a way that they can relate even though their own personal experience and lived experiences are different? Like, is there a way to interact with people and not have that barrier? I think, I think that it could work, but it's, it has to come with, learning that community and learning that environment and not say thinking that like coming in with like I have a plan you have to know the community you have to know like what it is that they need and ask them not come in with like all right I got this plan we're going to do a b and c because that might not necessarily be what they need you know what I mean so I definitely think that it could work but that comes with building relationships and rapport asking questions being sensitive to the needs of people around them. And again, just asking questions, having those healthy conversations, communicating and seeing what it is that they need, because what you may think they need may not necessarily be it. Building relationships, building rapport, asking questions and being sensitive to the needs of the people around you. That really sums up an authentic approach to engaging and working with people that are different from you. By engaging in these behaviors regularly, you'll build trust, develop psychological safety, and make great progress toward making the people you work and engage with, who also happen to be different from you, feel like they belong with you. 
I want to make sure you're clear on what actions you can take based upon the learnings provided from the people I talk to from this episode, as well as others in this series. So I also want to provide a space to talk about and process what you heard. So at the end of this month, February 22nd through 24th, I'll be hosting a three-day live virtual event where I'll walk you through next steps and an action plan, so to speak, to help you make more of the people you serve, both talent and consumers, feel like they belong with you. Go to listentothem.co, that's listentothem.co, where you can find all the details about the workshops and get registered. There you'll also find all the episodes in this series. That's it for this special edition episode of the Inclusion in Marketing podcast. If you like this episode, I would so appreciate it if you would share with a friend or a colleague so more of us can actively be working to make sure that we're making the people that we engage with and we work with feel like they belong with us. Until next time, remember, everyone deserves to have a place where they belong. Let's use our individual and collective power to ensure more people feel like they do. Thanks so much for listening. Talk to you soon.